0: You're listening to...
1: Pod of the Pops. The podcast reliving and reloving your pop culture moments.
0: Season 2.
1: The Sugar, Sugar Babes. Babes. Guess what, solo girls? It's all about you now. Get it? This is a single.
2: <laughs>
1: Welcome back. We are talking the solo career of Sugar Babe Keisha Buchanan. She's left the girl band... After being ousted unfairly, prematurely, at the juicy tender age of, what did I say, 24? Yeah, I mean, mad, some, isn't
0: it? some people are just coming out of uni, you know what I mean? Like, people are just starting their careers. Meanwhile, she's had an entire, like over a decade in the industry. To be fair, at 30, we, you know, we're all kind of sitting there like, hmm,
2: what's our so, like <laughs>
1: She's done it. Absolutely mad. Like yeah. She deserves so much respect. It's mad she's never done like a TV talent, so I've been a judge or something. It's actually something she's not interested in.
2: Maybe. I just don't know if she's as big a star as... For example, Girls Aloud. Mate,
1: I'm not being funny. Mel Black from All Saints was an expert Factor judge on oh X Factor really? New Zealand.
2: Oh. But but then All Saints had international success. The Sugar Babes are very limited. They, they, were the like they were big Japan. in like
1: yeah. Australia, Japan.
0: Australia and New Zealand, weren't they?
1: Someone get her on the books. She's a YouTuber now, so.
2: But, you know, I think we'll talk about it later, but it does, I think it comes to a crisis of confidence for her.
1: Mm. As we'll
2: discover. Well, she remains
1: on the label as a solo artist, so with Island Records. I don't know, but I wonder whether that is part of that six-figure deal. But, she
2: might have negotiated that. Mm. Yeah. Fair play like, to her if she did. If
1: you leave now, we'll give you a solo deal.
2: Yeah. No, she'll be like, if you make me leave, I want yes. this, this and this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like the narrative
1: on it. Also, a six-figure deal. Like, happy days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a minimum of 100,000.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You
1: good at maths? <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, it's more like, I'm just thinking, how many records does she have to sell to make no, that? No, she true. gets her tiny little part. Like...
2: Yeah, fair play.
1: Well, she's already cut a feature on the Jay Sean album track, Far Away. Remember him? He was like, they were trying to make him the biggest deal for the longest time. He was time. huge, you ever read it? Such a tune. She does not do a lot of press reality TV, but she does appear on Celebrity Mr. and Mrs. with Phil and Fern. Really? She appears with her fiancé, Dean Thomas. I did not find this in the notes. I had to look for this because I remembered watching it just yeah. for that. Yeah, I love her Sugar Babe in a TV show. Uh, she'd met him through Leona Lewis. Oh. Her boyfriend had auditioned to be in a band with him. And they'd been dating for 18 months and he knew nothing.
2: Oh, that's embarrassing! Literally,
1: he, they got he got so many questions wrong about her. Oh See, no. I would worry
2: about doing something like that with Craig, my partner, because we like I change my mind all the time. So, someone was like, "Favorite food?" So it would be different each day. Do
0: yeah. you know what I mean? Like,
2: I don't have like. Remember, I to talked to the other day. Somebody asked me on a business networking meeting uh, earlier this week, "What's your favorite color?" I was like, I don't have a favourite colour. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just choose what colour I like. Okay, so this is going to
1: sound so stupid, but you get asked that so many times. I just picked a colour.
0: Yeah. Okay. You don't actually have... My favourite colour
1: used... I used to say it was blue, because I do like blue.
0: Yeah.
1: But I've changed it to green, because everyone's favourite colour is blue. And... No one ever has the green toothpaste. Can I just paste, say you've changed the that
2: in toothbrush? about two days' time because Ash two days ago when you said blue? And then I remembered that And is it because you're wearing green so you're um, subconsciously? <gasps> no, it's not. It's
1: because I remembered I changed it to green so that I always had the green toothbrush because no one ever wants a green toothbrush. <laughs> and then I was at home through lockdown and my mum had a green toothbrush and I'm sure I used hers like multiple times like <laughs> your mum like, who cares? Well, they broke up over Celebrity Misses and Misses. Keisha and her boyfriend, reportedly.
0: Really? Okay, okay, or reportedly. I don't know, I'd be surprised. You might be like, do you not know anything about me? You'd be quite
2: embarrassed, wouldn't you, to actually go on a public TV show and not get much right. Sometimes I do think it's
1: quite telling. I remember when my friend uh, was getting married, Ashley. Oh, they do those games? So we did it at her hen party, and I didn't really think much of her partner or the relationship. At the time, I thought she was being a bit hasty. And I was thinking, well, th- I, you know, you know me, I can be a bit shady. I remember sitting down with a friend, being like, "Well, this is going to be good." Like thinking he would get all the questions wrong, she yeah. would get all the questions wrong, every single one, right?
2: Oh, and bliss.
1: I know this is so bad that like, you shouldn't change my mind on the whole thing.
2: <laughs> Something <laughs> really embarrassing.
1: Some story for another time. She is very happily married with two children.
2: Good to the same guy.
1: Don't ask me that. Okay. So. Then <laughs> we don't... So we see him on Celebrity Mr. and Mrs. But then we don't hear much of her in relationships.
2: No. There's actually very little about her and relationships She's online. really
1: mastered privacy.
2: She, she's
0: she gone off the radar, yeah. We get
1: rumours. Two rumours I know. Harem Bay star player Taiwo Atieno. Star player of what? I do not know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so say, not know know even,
1: like. is that a team? I must have written it and thought I'd remember when I wrote my notes, and now looking at, it, I'm like, is it what football? Is that?
2: Aaron's not the guy to know. If it's, if he's, like, if he's a circus star,
1: you know, I still won't know. know. <laughs> he only knows about himself. I do know this one. It was rumored she was dating Peter Andre.
0: Oh no, I can't see it. I can't mm. see it.
1: So by August two thousand and eleven, it's been revealed that Buchanan has been working on material, and she has about fifty tracks for her album.
2: Fifty is great.
1: No, it's not. They go like they always do. This when a new band, when a new person's got an album out, they're like, "Oh, went through like a hundred tracks, but you might have just been played a little sample, and yeah, like a lot okay. of it's bull." Yeah. Do you know what
0: I mean? Or you just play around in the studio. Yeah, don't exactly. Yeah,
1: you don't just record thirteen and choose twelve, <laughs> don't you? Well, you do if you're making catfights and spotlights. Or (laughs) Britney. Well, no, Britney doesn't record hers, does she? She gets her demo artist to do and then she just comes and pits in. And Talisa. (laughs) (laughs) Keisha states during an interview for Newsbeat that there is no particular musical direction. It's just a vibe. During an interview for Metro, she says, People can expect from her album a showcase of my vocals. I want to inspire people. It's a very honest album. Hopefully people will get to know me a bit more. There's a tongue-in-cheek vibe. It's got an international sound and I want my peers to like it. I don't want to hear myself on the radio and cringe.
0: Which makes me Mm. guess, because she says that
1: can happen.
0: So the fact that she says that, says that that's happened to her at the moment. So my game I want to play, of all
1: songs of the Sugar Babes repertoire, what song that you would hear on radio makes Keisha cringe?
2: Is that a Sugar Babes song or solo? It's got to be one of
1: her songs that she hears and cringes. Hmm. well none of them are played it's gotta be easy <laughs> oh you, I, yeah yeah should have songs red dress i thought red dress is what i've got written in my notes yeah but then i remembered easy can you imagine like four or five years later Oh, now i know you wouldn't hear it on radio but she hears it engine running hot she must be like how did i let management do that
0: and yeah because of the lyrics that's yeah no i think it's a zooming in of her vagina <laughs> that video is not...
2: Because she looks great. Like, show me her oh, face. totally. That's my guess.
1: I absolutely imagine hearing Get Sexy or any of the tracks of Sweet Seven would be tough.
0: Yeah. That's true, actually. Because it'll bring back that whole period.
1: No matter how far away she gets from it, that will be tough. Yeah. I bet Soul Sound isn't pleasant to listen to either. Yeah. She also revealed details about the album's sound and direction during an interview with Very Magazine. She says it's raw, it's fresh, and I think a lot of people will be quite
2: shocked. Quite shocked they never fucking
1: hear it. <laughs> Goes into the studio with none other than Dallas Austin.
0: Oh, To guy. spark
1: my, hmm, alleged rumour. Oh. She does do a solo showcase at Jacques Townhouse.
2: Have you heard of Jacques Cider? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the French, the queue in the middle. Oh, yeah, okay.
1: Well, Heidi's done wine, so move over. Keisha's got cider. Cider Babes. Yeah. I I had to dig in a little bit. Apparently they host a summer event, like a little takeover of a venue.
0: Right.
1: Would you like the sales pitch? Love it. Yeah. It's 1920s themed. So obviously you think Keisha. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Female guests only. Sorry, Erin, you can't go. Welcome to the world of Jacques. A Jacques twist on the quintessential tea party where girls about town can enjoy nightly soirees with their friends throughout the summer at the Jacques townhouse. Here come the girls. (laughs) God. Taking place over 10 nights, you and your girlfriends can enjoy bespoke cupcakes, lash couture makeovers courtesy of benefit in the powder room, fortune telling chambermaids, a glass or two of scrummy fruity jacks whilst benefiting to the eclectic tunes of the resident DJ.
2: Okay. I'm curious about your accent. I know,
1: I was just trying to sell it as I realised it was like, because I realised it was like. You meant bit... like
2: Cockney to French to like <laughs> some sort of. But because that's what I was reading
1: it. I was like, oh, this is very, we know what girls like, cupcakes, yeah, 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 yeah. we know what girls
0: like, powder room, fortune telling chambermaids. That's very bizarre. I, I, It's obviously, it's just a big promo event, isn't it? And it's well, good. it's for, yeah, this side of the place. And yeah.
1: Keisha, they've obviously asked Keisha and given her. Ton of
0: money, and she's like, "Hell yeah! "Yeah, (laughs) Of course I will, babe." Yeah, (laughs) Um, but it's very posh for cider, isn't it? Like, I'd understand if it was a martini. They're trying to get, they're trying to get, uh, like an idea of aiming it at the kind of middle class female market, going to wine bars. They'll have cider. Is that what
1: they were? Is that? Do you remember that in 2011 as a female push on cider? I think so, for
0: sure. It was when I started drinking it. That's for damn sure. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) never looked back. (laughs) Coming out.
1: I don't because of the yeast. I'm scared that it's going to make my belly blow it up.
2: Dapple serious to that? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, she does, at the Jacques Cider House, she does a mix of babe songs. She does some covers and she debuts three solo tracks, all of which are available on YouTube. It's hard to pass too much comment on these because of live, so we don't get the full effect of what the song is beat. We get Beautiful Mess, which is a guitar-led ballad. I mean, they're all guitar-led because it's just her and a guitar. But that one sounds a bit Motowny, baby. Yeah, we get yeah. carried away. It's the fast-paced mid-tempo, and we get fearless, which is a slow ballad. The other track that does leak at this time and is talked about as being a big song for her is "Gimme Pressure," okay. which is the song I did the lyrics for at the very top of this episode. Do you want me to read you some of the
0: lyrics? Please, yes. Because it's
1: very coded. I don't know who it could possibly be about. Ooh. I heard the rumours from London to California. You taking shots on my name I put on ya. I'm a veteran, got the upper hand. Ten years on the top, ain't you been following? Ready or not, here I come. I'm a kick down the door, better ring the alarm. Like, wee oo wee heard it in ages <laughs> better back up i'm about to blow give me give me give me more 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 that pressure that pressure we can't play it so i'm having to recreate i need the pressure pump up my tire even your rain can't put out my fire
2: okay give me, I quite give like me that. more pressure that pressure that sounds a bit like power doesn't it little mix you try to label me
1: i ain't gonna worry i'm the original not the generic i'm a graduate you a college kid i wrote the book on the game that you've been studying ready or I- not here I come! I bet you're missing my vocals on the records you on.
2: Oh, shade! Oh, but I feel that's towards our Jade, and she doesn't deserve that. No,
1: it's not. It's not Heidi and a Mel. Okay. I would have loved this come out. I would have been all up in my feelings on this. <laughs> What? Can you imagine me with this? It would have been like Taylor, look what me made me do all over again. It
0: would be like an octopus moment in the car. Yeah. Oh,
1: it depends when she'd release it. Can you imagine if it came out like during Edinburgh? Cause you know I love to get an Edinburgh dark moment off. Oh God, I could have been away.
0: Wow. Well, those lyrics are in um... I mean, I kinda like some of them. Oh, but
1: what I like like.
0: Whoa man.
1: But the album never really materialises. I imagine in large part due to rejoining Mucha and Siobhan for MKS in October 2011. Right, yeah. Which means she leaves Island Records. Which again, I'd absolutely love if that sick fig of some was in advance on an album. Yeah. Because she would be walking with the money. Yeah. And I really love the thought that Keisha screws them over financially after everything. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And they would have spent money recording it. Like with Dallas Austin wouldn't have come cheap. She was over in America. Yeah. And then she just turns around and she's like, nah, I'm going back to Mucha. And that's pretty much all we hear, really. She does enjoy the benefits of being a former sugar babe. She attends a lot of fashion shows. MKS were at the Olympic opening ceremony. She's always in the magazines at festivals, having a nice time. She has a good life. The that. rest of the time has been in
2: property, which is definitely smart. <gasps> like our favourite from Big Brother. Who, who do you think I'm talking about? Ashlyn. Oh, Ashley and Hogan. Yeah, it? I just. Yeah, she's totally misunderstood. You know, people thought she was a blonde bimbo. Yeah. And she put all... She, I think she's got like 11 or 12 properties in London now. Mm-hmm. She's a hustler. And I think Keisha's probably the same.
1: I love this. Because I don't know what sort of properties it is. Or it's like office buildings. I reckon or... it's
2: flats. pretty sure it's flat.
1: Can you imagine if she's like your landlord? You know, like you're going totally. to look at this property in London. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh, up. I think I really like it. The landlord's coming around today. And then you open the door and like... It's Keisha. Keisha is like, if Keisha was my landlord, I'd be like breaking the boiler every week. I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. i have to come around and fix
2: this. I hate to burst a bubble, but I reckon they've got agents. <laughs> yeah, oh, I
0: know.
2: <laughs> I have two interesting um, facts about Keisha. Okay. Uh, okay.
1: Before we go into YouTube,
2: babe. In the late noughties, she was disqualified from driving for 21 days. Was she? She was doing around 80 miles per hour on a 50 on a motorway. But a fifty in, mile an hour motorway. Well, it was Roadworks on the motorway. Oh, so forgivable. I kinda think yeah, I mean not that I condone it, but we've all done it. <laughs> That's um, true. And my other one is that Keisha has the voice of a soprano, which is the highest vocal range of all voice types. Do you know who else is a soprano? Isn't Britney a soprano? Is not she recently? I mean she may have been when you watch <gasps> her. No, I'm not throwing shade. I love Britney as much as anyone. But if, if the rumours <laughs> of Britney are true, <laughs> yes, that the, yes. the record company have dumbed down her voice, we yeah. know she can build a tune. But where she can now, I don't mm. know.
1: But, well done, Karen. Look at you learning all about musical notes.
2: I did have to Google
1: it. <laughs> and then more recently, this year, Keisha has launched a very juicy YouTube channel. Particularly came into the spotlight in recent months alongside the Black Lives Matter movement when she did uh, an open letter via her YouTube about her experience as the Black member of the Sugar Babes. I don't know how much I want to say on this because I don't want to just paraphrase what she says. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I think it's
0: important to watch it. I think it's find her YouTube channel and watch it for yourself. I think it's interesting that the conversation starts fairly lighthearted because she does a video where she's just doing reactions to, to somebody's put together some clips of her supposedly being shady. And so she does a reaction. I did enjoy to that this. video
1: even yeah. though I didn't think any of those clips were really shady.
0: I think, yeah, it was it was all like they just, it was kind of manipulated to, you know, edited together to try and put this picture of her of being... But I oh, had watched that
1: video before Keisha had done the reaction to it. Right, yeah, and, yeah. In research yeah. and had watched it and gone, oh, actually, I don't, I don't think the sugar babes are as shady as we say.
0: Or even just see, like, Although watching watch the clips, imagine. if anything, it just went, oh, no, there isn't actually shadiness. It's just she's, she's just an assertive person who sometimes just speaks her mind straight away like it's funny you say that Lauren because I- I think there is that side to her, definitely.
2: But I also think, looking back, I think she has real issues with, like, imposter syndrome within herself. Yeah, She talked about... She'd started a blog back in 2009, a vlog. I mean, that word wouldn't even have been invented then. Yeah. But she'd done that. She's done all these recordings. She's never really released anything. I wonder if she does struggle a bit with her confidence and whether the media portrayal
0: has had a big influence on her. Well, yeah, I mean, that's definitely... Then a lot of people had commented after she'd done that reaction video and she'd had some time to think more seriously about how she'd been treated and in in this video she admits you know she's been in years of therapy to cope with the trauma of being in the public eye and how that she'd in a lot of ways she'd been in denial about how Mm. she was portrayed in the media because the way she phrases it in that video is she really only thought racism was a thing if somebody directly looked you in the eye and said called her a racist slur yeah. yeah and then now of course as she's gotten older she's understood and also because you know the world is currently going through educational education in these issues and and putting the dots together and realizing that in some ways the way i was portrayed by the media was because i was black because it was a easy narrative I, does, it, yeah. So this
1: story does really get picked up as well. So she yeah. does do a lot of She's on this morning. She's on this morning. I think she does a BBC. Mm-hmm. And it was great. Like I was really pleased to see it. She's yeah. a great
2: speaker. She's very eloquent and she yeah. can really get her point across in a calm and sort of, you know, a calm manner.
1: I would urge anyone to not read comments under social media posts of um those news stories from where she was on this morning or BBC News.
2: Oh particular- I
1: made the mistake. But actually, it wasn't a mistake because I think it was important to see. <sighs> it I was can disgusting. guarantee
2: they're all white people.
1: Well, I didn't click on all the avatars, and but it was also like, why is she talking? You're such a nobody. You're oh. you were. Who even remembers the Sugar waves They had one good hit.
2: Overall, at uh, New Year,
1: um, <laughs> I hate that so much because, yeah. and I think that's one of the big reasons why we do this podcast is recognising the real achievements of these women. Yeah, 24, when she left this band, seven out al- of six albums. She'd recorded seven. A baby. Seven albums. Yeah. She'd had four number ones, did we say? Five mm-hmm. headline stores. There is by no way that you can say she is not an authority on this. And if she is sat at home having this imposter syndrome because people have are saying things like that, she should absolutely not be feeling that way. Like she's, yeah. she's a bona fide should be glorified pop star. Yes. She's not... I know she happened to be in the studio and maybe that's where it all stems from. You know, that story still... She happened to be in the studio that day. Yeah. There is absolutely no way we would have a Sugar Babes without Keisha. Yeah. Of all the members... Yes. I will not... I will not argue that Keisha is not the most important.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, what was interesting was she did say there was a good team behind them because they did play some clips of interviews where the people who are interviewing them are being a bit cheeky, maybe overstepping the mark a little bit, trying to be a bit provocative and being like, are you scared of her? And it's always directed, she's scary, right? Because she's black. In the same way that Mel B often... Yeah. This. I mean, of course, yeah. they're not saying it's because she's black, but
1: it's inferred. It's, a it's, micro-aggression. Inferred.
0: it's this microaggression. It's the um, same as
1: with women. And I, I'm, I've not watched it yet, but I keep seeing trailers for that like Miss America, the BBC show. I want to yes, watch it. Yeah. And it's those microaggressions of, you should smile more, or, ooh, be quieter, ooh, don't raise your voice so much. It, it's those little things. It's not saying because you're a woman, yeah. but it's inferred.
0: Yes, yeah, for sure. But she does, you know, the positive she can see is, Maybe I was in denial and naive about it to an extent because my team would just be like, "Oh, don't worry about it. You know, they're just—it's just today's news and tomorrow's chip paper. You know, don't worry about it too much. Kind of move on." But obviously, today's
1: I mean- tweets are tomorrow's awkward conversations that get you fired from a TV show.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> woo! What, presenting a, a global <laughs> show, a global awards <laughs> ceremony.
1: Oh. Uh- oh. It's funny that she says the team behind her, though, because I don't always feel like the showwave's had the most supportive but
2: team. But listen, if you mm. have a non-disclosure agreement, maybe that's what you have to still say.
0: She's not necessarily saying the high-up management. 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 No. She's maybe saying, like, you know, their personal assistants. Yeah. Or- She's not being yeah. specific. Yeah. I also
1: wonder whether that is the right thing to say to someone. Yeah, they are saying these things. Don't worry about it. Just ignore it. You're um, making a big thing of it. It's almost supporting, yes. the, uh, it's supporting the structure around that. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not questioning and going... Maybe it would have been more supportive at the time to go, that shouldn't be being said about you, and they yes. are saying it, and it's not right, and you shouldn't have to deal with that, So I'm sorry. in some
0: ways, at the time she felt it was supportive, but in hindsight were they actually low-key gaslighting her?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I would have said anything different. If one of you came to me now and was saying, I'd be like, oh, don't worry about it.
2: Yeah, it's more reassurance but it's, and gaslighting. Yeah. Yeah. but
1: it supports that um, structure, doesn't it? Yeah. Of keeping you down there. Well, just don't worry about it, don't question the thing it. I think as well, what yeah. could they
2: really
0: have done?
1: I know. The media yeah. are just so
0: huge. Well, it's that thing of if you, the harder you rail against it, or if you point it out, the people in power will try and tear you down. And we're seeing that a lot over and over with different people in the public eye. You only need to look at the careers of actors and singers that have not progressed because of, you know,
2: predominantly white, rich males.
0: Yeah. At the top of their game. They've blacklisted you and that's it. Yeah.
1: It's a lot darker series than I expected, really. (laughs) It's come at a time, isn't it? There's been a lot of... Mm-hmm. This is a real clash of things happening in twenty twenty yeah. that have tension. made the sugar babes really relevant for topics. We're
0: in a, a moment of high drama, high tension, but in a way, it's great because the only way we can move forward and change, like the change, are, um, you don't see it coming. <laughs> change, change, change. <laughs> in order for change to happen, you need to go back and reflect on past experiences and things we we never questioned in the media before. Then now we're like, actually, that that wasn't right, was it? Or that's weird that they made those choices. Or yeah. they got away with saying those things, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Which why we do a girl man retrospective podcast Indeed. to go back and question things. Because I think the things we learn from pop music are what make us the people that we are today.
2: Oh, for sure. Exactly.
1: That does bring us to the end of this episode. It is my birthday. I'm going to go work out, then responsibly down a bottle of wine.
2: Well, <laughs> we'll always drink responsibly, guys.
0: Uh, It's
2: fine, we're driving. Uh, okay.
1: <laughs> I'm nodding in a mail. Um, oh. I'm doing my training first. <laughs> no, that was, sorry, that was mean. That's the end of this episode. We will be back next time with our Jade episode as we look at her introduction to the band through the Sweet 7 era yeah. and talk about her solo career both before the band and after the band. Please stop that accent. Never. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you soon. <laughs> right.
2: bye. I don't think
0: this will
1: take too long. Okay, Good. Okay. Because Keisha was what? Not too busy.